The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you believe that life and business success only happens when you are young and hungry? Think about some of the most famous entrepreneurs who achieve their greatest success later in life after a few trials and setbacks. Welcome to Second Wind Success with your host, Gene Garino. Get ready to take the journey. The best in life is just ahead. Here's Gene Garino. All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. It's Gene Garino with Carolyn C.J. Matthews and a special guest here in the studio with us today. Second Wind Success, helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. So I'm glad you're here with us this week. We've got a great show where we're going to be talking about a couple of things, but one of them is when we're talking about our second wind success, a lot of times, just to make sure you know why you're here, a lot of times people aren't, they don't hit their stride. They don't get their greatest success until a little bit later on in life. And that little bit later on in life might be when you're 40 or 50 or 60 or beyond. And the reality is we have a lot more experience at that point. But there's some new things that are coming at us these day and age where we've got technology and social media and all kinds of wonderful, amazing things that for some people can be so new that it's a little bit confusing what to do with it. So we're going to talk about that today, how we can find our second wind success and how we can use technology and the resources that are available to bring us there. Now, I do residential assisted living. And when you think about residential assisted living, we take a single family home, we convert it into an assisted living facility. Sometimes people, when they they check in, they need to find a home quickly. It's usually an event-driven business. Somebody needs help. They need to move in quickly. Maybe they had a fall and mom went into the hospital, got an x-ray, and now she's coming out. And at that point, the doctor is saying, you know what? You really need to have somebody take care of you while you're at home. So as they're looking at that and they're trying to figure out what it is that they're going to do when they get home, they start to look around for where can I find a resource? Where can I find a home? And sometimes they go to the internet. And when you go to the internet, what do you search for? What do you look for? So we'll kind of take you through that. What are some of the resources that you can use? Because if you're going to have a business like I do, where people come to our business and they move mom or dad in and spend four, five, six thousand dollars a month. So it's a very lucrative business and it's wonderful, but we have to use technology to get the word out so people know how to find us. And this isn't the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. You need to know where to go and how to put yourself there. So we're going to talk about some of those resources. And maybe you're looking at starting your own business, or maybe you're looking at doing something new and you're looking for some resources and how to use the technology that's available to us. So again, I use it in my business, you're gonna use it in yours, but those resources that are there, so I wanna bring in a real expert on that. Carolyn C.J. Matthews, good to have you here. I'm glad to be here in person, live. We're in the studio together, that's awesome. I know, I know, with our travel schedule. (laughs) I won't tell anybody, but the last time we did the show, I was in the middle, I was in a car in downtown Seattle, parked on the side of the road, doing the radio show right from there. So it's amazing. technology what we can do yeah and which is you know why we're talking about it today because things are so different than when we as baby boomers uh, first started out in the um, you know labor market so to speak you know how you got a job 
Yes, there was networking, but there it wasn't like it is today. And yes, there was, you know, who you knew or perhaps a resource or referral. And now we, if you don't have those skill set or you didn't go to the right school, that doesn't matter anymore. You know, I, you were talking earlier today, I forget exactly when we were having a meeting and you were saying, I got my first computer when it was in the 80s. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness. I mean, that's back when a suit, when a, a, a computer was like the size of a suitcase, right? They were huge. Yeah, there were all sorts of different computers. Uh, interestingly enough, my father uh, turned into a, a what we would call a scrum master or somebody who got people to design proprietary software for him. And he was one of the first in the industry, very quiet. But if you lived in the state of Washington, Oklahoma, or Texas, and New York, you probably got a paycheck if you worked for uh, the, those government agencies or the state agencies, you probably got a check that was designed by his software. It was, wow. yeah, remember how checks used to either be uh, typed out manually? This is in the 80s, mind wow. you. It's so long ago. It makes me think of that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, Catch Me If You Can, where he was yes. making the checks. Yes. So that was way back when with the yes. old-fashioned machines. Yes, and people would type them in, and he, you know, they started buying computers and doing software, and that was his claim to fame, although nobody ever knew it, right? Isn't that interesting? And today, what we think of as a computer is so incredibly powerful. What literally you have on your wrist, on a watch, a basic watch is more powerful than would put man on the moon. I mean, it's incredible with technology today. So let's talk about technology because obviously some people listening to us right now may have a little bit of a fear of technology. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the first thing is, is that a lot of people, um, we know computers are here to stay. It is not anything that's going to be gone anytime soon. We do, however, we, you know, using it can be a little different for a lot of adults. So one of the first things I'm going to suggest is AARP, of course, does a lot of classes. Also your library, uh, your local library, and quite a number of colleges will do classes on how to use the computer and the internet as a, as a, you know, just how to use it, how to get onto your computer, things like that. Also, grandchildren. <laughs> I'm just going to say, best resource ever is uh, grandchildren, and they'll take you through the process. And uh, so I'm just going to suggest that the first thing is, is many of us have already made the leap into using them. I mean, I see all people in our age group, all of us now have smartphones, and we're getting our email on them and things like that, taking video when we travel, um, things like that. So I'm just going to make the assumption right now that if you don't know how to use a computer, you're willing to go learn that. It's not very difficult. It is just a glorified typewriter with a library inside. So, Well, I think in the old days, I mean, I remember the very first experience I had with computers. I was in high school and I took a programming class where it took us hours to learn how to do a simple equation of two plus two. Well, all the X's and O's, and I'm like, this is ridiculous, never going to do it. And I said at that point, I'm going to wait until I can talk to the computer and it does what I want it to do, like Star Trek or something. Right. And now we're there. We're literally at the point where you can talk to your phone and ask for directions. You can talk to this technology and it does things for you. So don't be afraid. If you're not there yet, if you're not comfortable with it yet, second wind success, part of finding your success in the future is going to have to have some technology involved. And whether it's Mac or something else, a Macintosh computers, or whether it's a PC-based computer, don't let that confuse you. Go with what's easy and, and go hang out with people who can teach you how. You mentioned the library. You mentioned going to the, well, we can go to the internet and find out about yeah. the internet. 
I think I think I, it was a library. It was um, junior colleges, um, your grandchildren, and AARP. A lot of times we'll have classes in certain areas for that. And don't feel intimidated. You know, when you said your grandchild, uh, you know, I was hanging out this morning at home and, and my grandchild was there and she's three and a half years old. So okay. we don't quite mean that <laughs> grandchild. Maybe maybe your your kids, you yeah. know. I mean, like, we're look, we're kind of on the tail end of the baby boomer. Although all of our older brothers and sisters or parents or whatever, you know, they kind of, they kind of, we experienced a lot of what they got. Um, and... So, you know, my son, I still call. Uh, I'm very competent, and I still call him. And I'm like, honey, I cannot get this to work. What am wow. I supposed to do? You even do that at this I point. I do. And I, you know, this I'm considered pretty competent. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> you and I work together, and I rely on you a lot of times. But that just goes to show you, you don't know it all. And sometimes yeah. technology moves so fast, so sometimes just knowing something today doesn't translate to the future. So that, that reminds me, we have a third guest with us here in the studio today. Very or exciting. Our guest, a very third, exciting. A third human. And it's my brother, Jim. He's here in from Nashville. Good to see you, Jim. Hey, Gene. Hey, CJ. Hi. Good to be here with you. You know, I was thinking about this as we were talking uh, years ago. You and I put together a book called The Virtual Entrepreneur. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember. It was the first one of the mid-90s. Yeah. You, so, guys, you guys have a book called The Virtual yes. Entrepreneur? And it's so laughable now because when I think about what's in there and talking about bulletin board services and so on and so forth, it, it's... It's so archaic today. It's not even worth printing on the paper. Six right? months later, it wasn't. Yeah, right. but right. it was all about how do you how do you tra- how do you do business from wherever you are. And we talked about fax machines and pagers, and you know this is old <laughs> stuff. That's twenty years ago now, right? But Gene, I can remember when we first got our first computer. It was like nineteen eighty six, I think it was, maybe eighty five. But uh, it was somewhat intimidating. But we bought oh, the very. you know we saw that you could use the the mouse and and but that revolutionized our ability to present ourselves as professionals as well as the tools that we bought, the software, it brought us to another whole level and our income jumped exponentially because we were in a different league. I remember I even bought a, a, a laser printer back then and it just looked like a million dollars and uh, you know, it made a huge printers. difference. I mean, it really did change the way we were able to do business, quite frankly, because you could make your own business cards, you could lay it out. Now, okay, the question is, was it a Mac? Yeah. Or it was totally a Mac, right? It was. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, not PC. I got to tell you, my first one, like, not the one that I had in high school, you know, my friends that were programming on, but my first, you know, take it home and really open it up and do it was a Mac. And it was, you know, it was kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> now, this thing was a monster. It was huge. Yeah. But it was the software that, that was on the computer that we were really buying because the computer itself is just a, a hunk of plastic and, and wires and guts or whatever's inside that box. I don't know. But it's the software that makes it run. And again, today, we take stuff for granted. We download things on our telephone that are more powerful than what that could do. Just incredible technology. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go to some practical steps how okay. somebody can do either some, because we were talking about this, they could either do research on the internet using the technology to help support a business or their job or career, your second win success, and that's what this show is all about, helping you find that something you're going to do to bring you to your greatest success, or that could actually be your career. Social media. Absolutely. So here's a big thing for a lot of people over 55. I mean, look, there's a there's a uh, court case going on in California about ageism and uh, the technology companies. Ageism. Sounds like well, a bad I, religion. <laughs> I, I call it that. But basically, they're, they're getting rid of people who are older, 
quote-unquote, not the young bucks that are out there that just got out of college or whatever, not to say that they, in, in, a, in a way, that it's because of their age. And so there's a, in, the, in Silicon Valley right now, there's a huge uh, court case going on about that. Well, it doesn't, while you're, you're in the middle of the court case, you still don't have a job. Right? So you need to get work somewhere. Well, then when you start going to apply, all of a sudden you bump into the, you know, 55 and older. Are they really competent? Do they know what they're doing? I mean, yeah, they have got some management skills, but are they going to get along with everybody else in the group? Because we're all in our mid-30s, maybe even younger. You know, so there's right. so there's this whole dynamic that goes on. And, yes, it's harder to get a job. There's been lots of articles about it. So here's what I think. Go make your own. You know, we talk about it all the time. You can make a lot of money in social media. There are people, because we joke around about this, nobody knows how to write anymore. They can't, it's like nobody can make a complete sentence. They have no grammatical ability. And so when you start doing blog posts and you can write those, and you don't have to be really super gifted, trust me. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing. You just have to be able to tell a story in about 700 words or talk about something in 700 words. You can write for somebody. That's called copywriting. Nothing special, except that if you went to school in our day and age, you were taught how to do it. Um, the other thing is, is social media, just as, you know, if you're on Facebook, which many of us are, because we all have our old high school friends or our college buddies or people that we worked with at some time or summer camp, whatever you want to call it, band camp, we have Facebook and we have a Facebook group for that. And so um, doing social media and being able to um, monitor those groups, people pay you for that. People pay you to post on Facebook and Twitter and those type of things. And it's not a big learning curve to learn how to use those particular social media sites. So that's a very big idea. It's And they don't look at your age. They don't know. Put up a fake picture like you're dating, right? <laughs> Put one up from when you were 25 or whatever. Well, we talk about technology, and, and we already mentioned some things, Facebook, and there's LinkedIn, and there's all these other groups. Then there's meetup groups. I think somebody who's yeah. my age, 56, the concept of technology can be a little bit intimidating because it went online, and it's all this faceless, nameless things where people are thinking about meetup group. Why don't we just go meet at the bar? Let's just go. Well, that's why meetup was actually created. So after uh, September 11th, they they wanted to create a way into you when they used technology. This is the early 2000s. They wanted to use technology as a way to get people to physically be together versus virtually be together because it you know based out of New York. You know, you go to work, you go home, you might encounter some people, but it was like your next-door neighbor was a stranger. Yeah. So what they decided to do, they that was their philosophy after September 11th. They wanted to create more connection among people. And so they used technology to do that as a way to get people to be able to meet in person. Wow. So Meetup is designed around interests. So, but a lot of the Meetup groups that I hear about are online. They actually don't physically get together a lot, but you're saying that's why it was created, to get them offline into a location. Yeah, most of my meetup groups that I know of um, are designed that way. Some are travel groups. Some are, you know, I think it just depends on the group. Um, You know, I I live most of my time in Oklahoma, and so our groups run around. um, We joke around about line dancing and and pistol shooting, you know. Line (laughs) dancing and pistol shooting. And bow hunting. That's not true, okay. It's just, I'm I'm just joking. But it's, those are the ones I belong to. 
Well, it's, there's interest for everybody out there. So let's just get to a couple of practical steps before we hit the break right here. But the concept of it's okay to get online, even if you don't, if it's all new for you, somebody else can help you out. So your kids can help out, the library can help out, uh, community college can help out. But it's not as difficult as people may think, and sometimes we let things intimidate us. The concept of the technology being Macintosh or PC, I think that's always been a big question for a lot of people who are not in it. It really doesn't matter anymore. But the point is, one may be easier to use for you than another. I would say get the latest and greatest. Don't go to something old and try to make it work because they update things so much and so often that it can be be confusing with older computers and older software. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that, absolutely. Um, And the reason you want a little bit newer is also because um, you'll get better support, especially when you buy a new one, and, and you'll need it if you're new to that. Remember, you know, we all started somewhere at some point. We were all beginners at one point, and to be a beginner at any age is okay. Actually, it's a great thing. I always talk about the idea of your comfort zone and whatever you know now, whatever you do right now, that's your comfort zone. And if you want something more, if you want to do something different, you've got to get outside of your comfort zone. This could be a great way for people to do that right off the bat, for them to get out of that comfort zone. So with second wind success, it's all about finding your second wind in life to get to that business and life success. And we talk about what defines success and why do you do what you do. And technology is just a piece of it. If it's going to help you get to where you want to be, you got to embrace it. And it could be the ultimate what you want to do. It really just depends on what you want to accomplish and do. And in second wind success, again, a lot of people don't hit that big success when they're 18 or 28. It might be when you're 48 or 58. And that's what this is all about. I appreciate you listening here to Second Wind Success, where we're helping baby boomers find that second wind in business and life and reaching those goals that you ultimately really, really do want. I do that with assisted living. You have your passion, your goal, your dream, but that's just it. Go make something happen. This is Gene Garino, CJ Carolyn Matthews. We'll be right back with Second Wind Success. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. If you've been thinking about mom, dad, are they safe? Are they comfortable? Are they able to take care of themselves? Well, maybe you're ready for assisted living for mom or dad. I know you don't want to put them in a home because if you're like me, when mom and dad needed help, you didn't want to just put them in a big box facility with 100, 200 people. No, you they lived in a home and you want to keep them in a home. Well, I found a solution. It's called Sweetwater Pines, upscale assisted living in a very, very comfortable home setting right near Scottsdale Road and Cactus in a beautiful, gorgeous home. If you're looking for 24-hour care where they're safe and taken care of and loved on, all the food, all the medication management, everything they need, and a great place for you to come and visit as well, well, there it is for you. If you'd like a tour just to check it out and see what it's like, give a call, 602-430-5382. That's Sweetwater Pines at 602-430-5382. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here 
and this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. Welcome back. Gene Garino, Second Wind Success, helping baby boomers find your second win in business and in life. You know, today what we've been talking about is technology and how to use technology to either start a business, create a business, expand a business. And with the residential assisted living that I do, we still use that. We have to have a website and people want to find us and they go to the website to find what we do and then they'll end up calling and coming to see. But technology is a big part of our world today. So one of our guests here today, Jim Garino, my brother and from Nashville, Tennessee. Jim, you wanted to share some things about technology and how to use that to increase business Go for it. Okay. Well, my first point is, to be philosophical here, guys, <laughs> is learn that change creates opportunity. And change we are living creates. in a day and age of everything's changing. And either you decide to embrace this change or you're just going to get run over. So learn to accept and love change and embrace it and look for the opportunity in the change. So back to what you're saying, CJ, about uh, looking for resources. Today, we can get on the telephone and talk to business experts that know all about the business we think we might want to be in by just calling them on the phone and asking questions. And I'm just big believers, go to the best resource you possibly can. So, Gene, that's why people go to your academy. They want to learn how to get to do this business, and they're learning from the best expert in the country on that. You know, it's interesting because you mentioned the telephone, and actually that's one of the areas of technology that I think has kind of almost gotten left behind. The way they use technology today frustrates me. You know, dial one for this, dial two for that, dial 17 oh for that. Oh, God, yeah, let's not even mention And I'm just like <laughs> pounding the zero, just get me to a human, you know, and the machine's talking to a human. You know what's bad when you start yelling back, get me people, get exactly. me somebody. That's what we and want. And they don't hear you, and they're like, I'm sorry, I don't understand, and then click. <laughs> yeah, right, or you're on hold to get to a so person, the t- agent, somebody. <laughs> so the, the, the telephone the and technology has been almost like left behind. I mean, w- the physical telephone, it's a computer today and a camera today and a video machine today as well as Actually, communication it's not, device. Gene. I was at your house today playing with your granddaughter and she had a real telephone on her little kitchenette. Oh, yeah. And I said, you got the old-fashioned one. She's like, yeah, it's a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Well, but... But that one doesn't work. I mean, come on now. Let's think about it. Don't ruin it for her. She actually (laughs) plays with the actual phone and iPads and everything. She also made all second nature. Well, they're native. They're native. We're not native. Uh, Right. Yeah, they're native. They don't know any different. It's always been there, that type of thing. And earlier in the segment, um, the segment before this, we were talking about, you know, 
get to learn the computer, and that's embracing change for sure. And there is so much opportunity. If you feel alone out there, you are not alone. Just get on the internet. You will never be alone again. You can find <laughs> out anything you want. So, for example, remember yes. that time, Gene, you wanted to find out about how aardvarks had have sex? What? You just asked Siri, you know? It's just <laughs> well, I asked Siri a lot of things, Jim, but I did not ask her that. I don't know what you had for no, your dream last that's night. That's what but, uh, Siri heard him say. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Right? Because any, I don't, I don't know. I, so I'm an, I use Android. I'm sure there's a video on yeah, there. Yeah, I know. There probably so, is. Probably is. Probably actually. is. And, but I will have to look for that later. But You know, Siri is classic. Actually, even, I don't want to know that. There's <laughs> lots of things I do. That's not one of them, though. But Hard let's face bark. it. Siri is one of those things that, like, when it works, it's fabulous. What is Siri? And then when anyway. it doesn't, when it doesn't, mm, yeah. it's very sad because you end up with someplace else you didn't mean. But going back to the original subject, go to an expert. That was really a thing. And you can find those experts online super fast and super easy. And I think going online to watch a video of something, like you mentioned on the telephone, pick it up and talk to them. I don't think that's where people are really... But go to the internet, maybe watch a YouTube video. Like if you're interested in learning about residential assisted living, plug that into Google and you're going to see videos that I've done that are there and people watch yeah. those YouTube videos to learn from an expert. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing with you, CJ. As mm -hmm. a marketing expert, isn't part of the idea of using the internet to go out and put content out there for people to get and absorb and um, and then they find out about you and learn about you, right? Right, right. You say, I mean, look, when you're giving out good information and you're there and you're speaking about these things, of course people are going to go there and when they get good information from you, they want more. So from the other side of it, if you're marketing yourself, that's a big deal. Plus it credentializes you as the, the person who has the knowledge, you become sure. the expert. Now, as a marketing person, I also want to tell people there's a lot of people that are, you know, they're out there and they have good marketing, but they really are not an authority. So that's another, that like everything, there's a caution. I want, you know, don't believe everything on the internet, all right? Oh, you know? I, thought, I thought everything was true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the aardvark <laughs> thing was not true. <laughs> uh, well, he'll be looking yeah, for it later. Yeah, now he's looking for it. <laughs> but I think by watching a video, that's what's really cool, too, because if somebody talks about repairing a car, mm. one thing, if you watch them do it, you know they're doing it. So go to somebody who practices what they do. So when I teach about assisted living, I bring you into my homes. You get to see it from the inside out. It's the practical application. I'm not just talking about a theory. It's the right. real deal. Right. And that's one of the things that's so great about what you do, Gene, is that you actually do it still. Um, and then, as we know, in the real estate investing community, quite often there are people who have done the research and they, but they don't have any practical application to it. So not to say that their research is invalid, but they're out there presenting, teaching people uh, enough of it for that to be dangerous. And so, you know, I do want to caution you, going out into the internet will give you good information and make sure that you're getting it from someone who is who practices what they preach, right? Like Gene. And I, you know, that's something that's very important to me to say because I know that I've worked in the industry a long time and I've been with people that they have their knowledge but they can only take you so far and and so look for people who actually are doing the practical part of it as well. Now, another point is that if you, since you're looking for another uh, success at this point in life, you don't have time to beat around the bush either. So you really have to compress time. And the way you do that, one of the ways you do that is you go find the people that know exactly what they're doing. And it's worth engaging them so that you can save yourself an enormous amount of time, headaches, and money over time. So I want to mention a couple of things. Uh, LinkedIn is a great place for that. 
So they have circles of influence, and uh, a big thing is to you know circle, you know get into the right circle, and find the people that you're looking for that are considered experts or provide very good information. So LinkedIn is one of them. How do you spell that? Because that's always confusing uh-huh. to me. It's L I N K E D I N. LinkedIn. And it's really kind of, I don't want to simplify, but Facebook for business people. Yes. It's where business yes. people get together and here's my resume, let's talk about business, not here's what I had for dinner last night and here's yeah. a picture of it's the dog. It's groups and articles. It's very business oriented. There's not, I would not consider it a cocktail party. Facebook is more of a cocktail party. I also want to encourage you that Facebook, of course, is beautiful for this. And and I'm just, we all know we could Google or or go to Bing or wherever the bottom line is that you plug into Google and you can look for things that are uh, really important that uh, reflect your what you're looking for. So Google, of course. But if you want to really narrow down and do more research, because we don't all want to get it from the one place, um, go to LinkedIn, go to Facebook, and you can search in Facebook for specific topics like aardvarks. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always looking for people. Yeah. Topics? <clears throat> Yeah, so there'll be groups. And in those groups, now some of those groups will be secret groups, or they might be private groups. If they're private groups, you will never find them. It's invitation only. Secret groups, you can see the group and what it does, but you have to request um, to see if they'll let you in. So there's there's a a secret handshake? mm, That's a... (laughs) The handshake, maybe for some of the groups, I was going to say, but not on the internet. There's no secret handshake. It's just a permission. You get the key, and they they open up the door. You basically are knocking on the door if we want to go analog. And um, so you let them know that you're very interested, and then they decide whether or not, and they may have a message for you, uh, some messaging back and forth. So that's groups. Now, there are also open groups. Open groups are exactly that. You just join. And, you know, like every open group, it depends on who's managing them. Some are going to be wonderful, beautiful, great, inspiring places, and other of them will be complaining and and negative. I'm going to tell you, stay away from the negative ones, because if you're surrounding yourself with that, it's just harder to move forward. But what that does is it puts you in touch with other people that are in that group that have the same interests as you, and there then you can go through the networking with that. Ties into that is that those people can become a p- potential connection, and that one person can always lead you to somebody else. So no matter what piece of information you need, somebody knows the answer. And if you're talking to people that have that information, they generally like and they enjoy talking about what they know about. And they love helping people many times. Most people do, and they'll lead you to other resources. Correct, yeah. You know, that that concept of the golden string, and we talked about that last, Mm -hmm. uh, one of our previous shows, where we talked about the golden string, one thing leads to another to another. I think in your business life and in your personal life, and second wind success is all about that, finding your second wind success in business and in life. One thing leads to another, so it's a matter of being open to opportunity, conversation, meeting somebody new, and then looking for that opportunity within that context, that conversation. Let me ask you guys both a question. Why is it that people are afraid of using the resources that are available to them? Well, what do you mean? Why? Well, afraid I don't of think talking afraid. to others. Ah, talking um, to other people, that's yeah, different. That's you know, because you know, everything's at our fingertips, and yet I've worked with many, many adults that 
are don't know how to get on the phone and ask basic questions to get information. Well, from you guys somebody. are extroverts, right? I mean, it, when you guys have you guys ever done a personality yeah, test? Yeah, we're extroverts. I'm not. I no, I'm not. I'm, I don't come um, up as extrovert. No, what do you come up as? Introverted? Yeah, more so. Right. Really? Actually, I would not have guessed I, that actually, about psycho you. killer because I, you know, I have a very <laughs> small circle of friends that I communicate with. It's kind of funny when you look at it like uh, this like, person. Okay. Yeah, they're it, kind of. So I'm I'm extroverted, if y'all could tell, right? Okay. So what that the basic the way they define it? Do you get energy from being around people, or do you get energy from being alone? Well, it depends right? on who those people mm-hmm. are. True story. So I mean, that was the most basic. I was I was sort of an extroverted introvert, meaning like I definitely needed alone time. With nobody around, still do. Um, but the point is, is that you know we just there are shy people in the world. But with the internet, that overcomes a lot of that because they don't actually have to pick up the phone or call anybody. It helps if you do that. But if you're in a group in LinkedIn, you participate when you want to. You participate at the time that you want to, and people and you can interact with them and through the computer. And it is the perfect place for introverts to get the info. Now, Jim, you asked the question, the concept of why are people afraid, quote-unquote, of that. I think it's the personal interaction. It's not the technology of it. Because you keep going back to pick up the phone and talk, pick up the phone and talk. That's analog versus digital, which is go to Google and look it up, say, aardvarks having fun, right? <laughs> and put that in and hit click and let it let it show you a video of you know, that. CJ was talking. I know. Yeah, don't don't pull it up. It won't translate to the radio if he's pulling up his phone and showing me videos of yeah, things that like, should not be and, seen yes. by humans. But anyway, it's... We just don't want to know. Don't want to know. So, so look, the last place, uh, you know, is your library. The library still has tons of resources, both online and offline. So, analog and digital. Yeah, but then I have to read. <laughs> oh, oh, Amazon. I wish I had thought of that. That just... Amazon... <laughs> So Amazon is a big place where I do a lot of research. I don't know why I didn't think of that until now. When I do research for businesses or clients or things like that, I'll do a lot on Amazon because they have every book, seem, it seems like, known to man, both used and new. So it allows you to do that. It, you know, it, it gives you a lot of good information. And a lot of those books are books on tape right now. Mm-hmm. So, Eve, if you tape. hate... What's tape? Yeah, I know. I just said it. God, <laughs> I just gave away my age. Can you imagine? Yes, tape. Betamax tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's little things like that that really just show my age. Oh, my. So, Jim, what else do you got on your list? Because you had another piece on that. You know what's cool? I, just for fun to talk about, going back, I just bought myself an old record player. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. I bought it for over Christmas, and I put some of my old records on it. I've been having a ball listening to these old records like kids do are starting to do today. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's called vinyl now. Vinyl. Thing. Vinyl. Okay. Yes. But it's been fun. LPs, long play. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's interesting how even old technologies are coming back, and it can be fun once again. Yes, yes. And, and it's true. And, and true audiophiles love uh, vinyl. And there's collectors for that, too. A buddy uh-huh. of mine, he collects all that old stuff, and he says mm-hmm. pieces will go for thousands and thousands of dollars. I'd like to know which one. I still have some in a garage. I wonder if they're any good. It's all about the cover. It's not the album's not scratched is one thing, but if the cover's in great shape, yeah. then it's like a baseball card, right? Uh, so crazy stuff. But technology, and again, second wind success, all about finding your second wind in business and in life. Technology is a place to go look at for things, a resource. It could also become the business. It could become your second win success. You know, a lot of people get into phone apps. The concept of, let me, you know, there's an app for that. And I think, is that a flash in the pan? Is that already no. come and gone? No, it's it's here to stay. 
It's here to stay. As long as we have smartphones, we'll have apps. You know, it's funny. I think you can almost, whenever there's a, you're looking at a problem and just say to yourself, is there an app for that? Right? Or I bet there's an app for that. There probably is. Everything from tracking your mileage to keeping track of expenses to almost anything. Just about anything you can think of. Yeah. Finding out what it costs for assisted living. I know you can go to Cost of Care. You can go to genworth.com forward slash cost of care. There's an app for that on the phone. Just download it and you can see what it costs for a single private room in any state in the country right on your phone. So there's an app for that. And because I do the residential assisted living with the REL Academy, that's a that's a big part of it. As a matter of fact, just to kind of segue, because we have not thanked our sponsors here in a while, the Residential Assisted Living Academy, teaching people how to turn that single family home into a cash flow machine. There's a lot of people out there that need help. And we talked about this uh, in, a, in another show, the concept of you need to find a need, have a passion for it, have a reason for it, but there has to be a business aspect to it. And there's lots of people out there that are, are in assisted living today or will be coming into baby boomers, it's us, and we'll be going into this and they're spending four, five, six, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000. And when I found that need, and it was for my mom, she needed help and realized, wow, this costs a lot of money. There's an opportunity here not only to to help other people and make money, but really to put it together. And being that I'm a kind of a teacher by nature, it all kind of came together in regards to what to do and how to do it. So one of our sponsors is Residential Assisted Living Academy. So if somebody wants to learn about how to get into this business, which is a wonderful business, do good and do well, make a lot of money and help a lot of people, go to ralacademy.com. RALacademy.com or just give them a call 480-704-3065 480-704-3065 This is Second Wind Success helping boomers, baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. This is Gene Garino with CJ Carolyn Matthews and our guest here Jim Garino from Nashville, Tennessee He's going to play guitar for us a little bit later and uh, we're just glad you're here with us. Dueling, dueling. There we go. It's he's actually much better than that. Trust me. So, second win success, Gene Garino. Look forward to having you back, where we talk about helping baby boomers with their second wind in business and in life. The internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. The boomers are here. You can't stop this silver tsunami. It's here, and this is your opportunity. If you'd like to learn how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine with residential assisted living, the Residential Assisted Living Academy is your opportunity. What we do is we show you how to turn a single-family home into a cash flow machine. To learn more, call 480-704-3065. That's 480-704-3065. Or come to our website at ralacademy.com. That's ralacademy.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, this is Gene from Second Wind Success. Have you ever wondered how mom is doing today? I mean, you're at work, you're comfortable, but is she? Is she okay today? Your mom, your dad, she may need help, he may need help, but you're not sure what to do. I know you're not ready to put mom in a home. 
Nobody ever is. But here's the deal. Is she able to take care of herself? And if you're not quite sure, you're not quite ready, here's what I did. When my mom needed help, I started to look, and I didn't want a big box solution, 100, 200 people, like an apartment or hotel. I was looking for a home, and I found it. Adagio Gardens, right here in Phoenix, a comfortable home with a group of seniors my mom's own age, dad's own age, where she can be taken care of 24-7. Whether they need medication management or housekeeping and all the food, everything is provided in a very comfortable home life. So if you're looking for a safe place for mom where she can be taken care of, check out Adagio Gardens. I did. Give them a call, 602-430-5382. Adagio Gardens, 602-430-5382. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Second Wind Success with Gene Garino. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to Gene at RALacademy.com. That's G-E-N-E at RALacademy.com. Now back to Second Wind Success. All right, all right. Welcome back. Second Wind Success, Gene Garino. This is the show where we talk about baby boomers and helping them find their second wind in business and in life. You know, you might be listening to the show and wondering, what am I going to do? Where am I at? Where am I going? And we've talked a lot about different things. And one of the things we're focusing on today is technology. How to use technology today to either increase your business, help you research that business, or maybe it becomes that business itself. So we have CJ Carolyn Matthews here with us live in the studio, oh. which is much better than sitting on the telephone in, a, in another state. And then a guest here from Nashville, Tennessee, my brother, Jim Garino. They were all here in town on business and we're just so excited to be together in the same room to be able to do this. So let's talk about technology and are we going to flip right back to, because we were talking about what are some of the books that we could recommend for people looking for their second wind success, what they might want well, to do. Well, you know, first thing is, is I want to say that you teased everybody with saying that Jim was going to play guitar <laughs> and he's really good. Oh, he's and awesome. unfortunately, there's no guitar in the studio. So um, sorry for the disappointment, folks. We'll, next time, we'll make sure to bring the we'll guitar. we have Gene sing instead. Yes, and sing instead. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Feelings. <laughs> so here's, here, here it is. Amazon Feelings. was a great place for um, searching. Right. So what books should we look for? That's one thing. And, you know, under business, but one of the, you know, me, I'm into sales and negotiation because that's really what saved me and got me out of, um, you know, the dark spaces of, of my financial life was being able to sell. And so one of the things I always heard was if you can sell, you will never starve. And there's not a lot of ageism as I call it, in selling, because a lot of it is not always done in person, although it can be. But there's money in it if you're good at it. So there's several selling books that are out there. I look for that on Amazon. We also talked about negotiation, and Jim uh, reminded me of a great book, which was... Getting to Yes. 
getting to yes. And so that is one of my favorite negotiation books. I mean, if you can get that one down, that's that's great. And I think part of the gist of that book is the whole concept of it's a win-win. It's not I win, you lose, but the right. concept of getting to yes. Once you know what you need and want and you understand what the other person needs and wants, there's that compromise that getting to yes is all about that. It's a win-win for both people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of us have been raised um, that if you if you negotiate, it's you have to be enemies, and that's not true at all. You, if you're asking the right questions and you know what you want and need, it's not about getting more out of the other person. It's just making sure that this person can meet your needs for whatever it is. That works in relationships, too. <laughs> so another book, and by the way, you mentioned selling. I think a, a great book that I read, and this is this has got to be, get the older version, probably 20 years old, is called Unlimited Selling Power. Unlimited Selling Power by Dr. Donald Moyne, M-O-Y-N-E. But that book, don't get the new one, get the old one. You may have to dig for it a little bit. Really great book and an introduction to what's called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. So for a business person or anybody who wants to have their second win success, you're going to need to learn how to communicate and selling, which is just transferring ideas from one to another. And we're doing it all the time. And whether you accept it or not, whether it's selling somebody on which movie you're going to go see, restaurant you're going to go to, or when the kids go to bed, you have to be able to do that. And you're either good or you're bad at it. But those who concentrate on that realize it's a lot of fun. That's a great book. Yeah. By the way, tying back to what you are saying earlier about resourcing the Internet, and researching. Two, two things I want to point out, and I know you do this. Whenever you have a business idea, the first thing you do is just look for the domain. Mm. Oh, so yeah. let's say I want to mm-hmm. sell shoes. Okay, put on shoes and Google it and see what's going on. Another place to go, and, and by the way, if you can get a domain, obviously that makes sense, which I know between the three of us, we've probably bought 500 over the last Well, let's make sure people years. know what, what we're talking about here, because second win success, we can't assume that you understand when Jim says domain, what that is. When you go to a website, it's, uh, it is uh, whatever it may be, Kirkland.com. R-A-L-A Academy. There you go, R-A-L-Academy.com. When we named the school, the Residential Assisted Living Academy, the question was, is that domain available? And that domain is the .com, right? So RELacademy.com. It could be .net, .info, .org, but .com, com, commerce. If it's available, then great, get it, grab it. But if it's not, and you are now going to create a business name that is going to drive people to somebody else's website, that's like uh, that's like real estate. Yeah. You're in the wrong location. So you yeah. would literally change your business name to make sure you have the right domain. So that was a great point, Jim. I just wanted to make sure now people heard it. Now, when you say go it. grab it, what do you mean? One of the easiest ways that I find is you go to GoDaddy. I mean, that's just a simple, easy, friendly to use. Everybody, even if you're not comfortable with computers, go to the words GoDaddy.com. G-O-D-A-D-D-Y. I should be getting paid for that commercial. I know, but, right? But I love them. They are customer services yeah. off the chart. But when you go there, it's real easy to put in whatever the, the domain name is that you want, Betty.com, and see if it's available. And if it's available, you just go through the process and for you know 5 to $15 a year, you've got that domain name. So nobody else can use that but you and that's how you kind of lock it up here's another one is when you're researching a business or a name you need to know have other people tried to secure the use of it in other words uh, is there a trademark or a patent related to that on file and so you simply go to uspto.gov and you can put in the idea and you can see how uh, used the name is, and if there's U- opening U-S-P-T-O, space, USPTO, United States Patent and Trademark Office. 
USPTO.gov. USPTO.gov. Yep. And you just research it, and that's exactly what an intellectual property attorney would do, is they'd start by researching to see if the space is even available. And if people have dropped applications or um, they're under review at the moment and so forth. That's a good one. Yeah, because I know a lot of people will put a lot of money into something and then turn out. And you all know my story. So, And I'm a, a marketing person. I think I've told you the story where it was the early days of the Internet. And um, you didn't really have to do a lot of research because there was just nobody really out there. And so I pick my brand, which is high octane. The fuel that, you know, that basically race cars drive under and things happen fast. So I love cars. I'm into cars. So I was like, yeah, high octane copywriting because I started out in copy. And uh, so high octane copywriting, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Well, a lot of people just would put in high octane. And that turned out to be a male porn site. <laughs> it was a gay porn site, and so they had the same branding, essentially, as I had with the use of high octane. Wow. Now it's not any big deal in the sense that people are a lot smarter about it, but back in the early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s, you know, people weren't, you know, we forget. We just forgot to put in the .com, or we couldn't remember the name, and you try to get to it. And back then, we had directories. Google wasn't quite really where it's at today. And um, so from a branding standpoint, it's also important to go test out your competition uh, if you choose a name for your company so you don't do something like what happened to me. You know, that's interesting that you, you brought that up because I have not faced that in so long. And I don't think it's because I have some fancy special block on my computer, but years ago, and I'm, I'm talking to those of you that are maybe a little bit uh, te technologically phobic, right? You're just a little afraid of it here because you never know what's going to pop up on the internet. That kind of stuff doesn't happen the way you used to. No. It used to happen all the time. Yeah, they've done a lot to prevent it now, so it's I don't good. Know, I, I've been having aardvarks pop up recently. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, well, that's you got to be careful, yeah. Yeah, that's Jim. Jim. And his yeah. Anything to get away from that last word picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> lonely yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a lonely boy. Jim, Jim definitely is our, our color commentary here, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We need to bring him on more often. So. People, you know, people are going to go look that up now. <laughs> They're going to go, like, yeah, oh yeah. They're going to be like, what are they? What well, are they doing? That's an interesting thought because you can research how often a word or terms being yes, uh, you can. researched, yes, you can. and that also tells you is that potentially a good name or a title for a, a business, right? Sure, because yeah, people like, are looking for it. Yeah, like assisted living is such a common thing. So if you want to start your own assisted living home and you want people to find you, if it's just assisted living, there's a lot of competition out there, big names that buy that space. So it actually costs more technology-wise. So I know we're getting, mm -hmm. getting a little deeper there. Yeah, that's a little there. too deep. So, so too let's deep. just review. Let's review so that we can – we talked about researching on Amazon uh, to find books, good books. Well, there's a lot of them out there. You'll also see uh, under Google, there's a good book kind of place where people like good business books, things like that. You can research that. So I want to talk real quickly about how to research on Google. Now, I know many people know how to research because we most of us were raised using libraries. But the interesting thing about this is that you need to go to Google and put in the right words to get the answer that you want. So a lot of, you know, how to do such and such. Remember to keep your eyes open and to ask it uh, several different ways. And sometimes when you're looking at the response that you got on Google, you'll find some other words or other ways in which to say the same thing, which will help you get some answers. So I just want you to know that one search, 
will not always get you exactly what you want. And as we talk about here, always be open to opportunity and other options. And that's what happens on Google. So you just sort of follow um, the thread of the idea so that you can get get the information you need. So this is a fun little project. For those of you that are new to the internet, new to the computer, go to Google, which is G-O-O-G-L-E, so google.com, and just put in assisted living or put in residential assisted living. So assisted living will take you one place. When you put in that word residential, more than likely it's going to take you right to the realacademy.com, right to me and what it is that I do. So if you want to learn more about that, that's a great way to go. But just test that and see if that works. Just residential assisted living in Google in the search word right there. Jim, you're you're on the Internet right now, and you're looking up things you shouldn't be looking well, up, I'm sure. Out of this one. This is Johnny Depp. He says, I would do anything Tim Burton wanted me to. You know, have sex with an aardvark. I would do it. That's a quote that came up yeah. when you asked your telephone? <laughs> yeah. She's showing me how to look for different information. Yeah, so, you know, it's twisted. but It is twisted. It is that's, twisted. Uh, okay, enough Depp. of the aardvark. Thank so, you. So but that just is a great, it's a great example. It's a great example of when you go on Google looking for the right thing and, and finding, you know, had you looked up Tim Burton, would that have come up? You know, Johnny Depp, would that have come up? So three different things will get you to the well, same let me ask article. You this. You, before you said that, obviously, we all know not everything on the Internet is true. Yes. But there's so much great stuff that is accurate and, and vital. How do, you, is, how do you make a distinction as to what is good content and what isn't? How do you do that? You know, here's the thing. You do enough reading and you start figuring out what's going on. Um, you know, we just want to make sure that you realize that just because it says that on the Internet, it's not true. It's the same with newspapers. It's the same with everything. But our generation was taught to believe whatever we read. And so I just want to give it a warning to that to our baby boomers that not everything you read is true. Most of us have learned that, but just in case... As you do more reading on the internet, you're going to find the stuff that actually resonates as true for you. And if it's coming from a credible source, like if it's coming from an attorney or a published paper from a prof or a CFP, you, you can know also, it's going to have yeah, more credible. Yeah, that's true. And you can also research who they are. So so if they're hiding behind an anonymity, um, <laughs> <laughs> say that three times. Yeah, then then you may you know if you can research them, do they really have a real address? Does is their phone number who picks up? Is that for real? Be aware of that. So just, you know, open to opportunity. There is a great, uh, the internet is fabulous for getting information and also another workspace for you. Well, great. This has been Second Wind Success. Gene Garino, CJ, Carolyn Matthews, and our guest, Jim Garino from Nashville, Tennessee. We covered a lot of ground here today in talking about technology and how you can use that to either discover a business or find a business or enhance one or simply to do research, but don't be afraid of it. That's the whole key. You know, Second Wind Success is all about helping you find your second wind success. Your greatest success is ahead of you. It's not behind you. Whatever's happened in the past is the past. You can't change it. What you need to do is look forward what is it you want to do where's your passion where do you find out and learn about these things so if you're looking for something new you're at the right place with second wind success that's what this is all about and your greatest success is in the future they may have asked you years ago what do you want to be what do you want to do when you grow up well now you are grown up 
It's your choice. What do you want to do? What are the things you want to accomplish? What is your passion? What lifestyle do you want to create? In Second Wind Success, that's what that is all about. If you want to have a conversation, give us a quick email at gene at ralacademy.com. I want to thank our sponsors, the Residential Assisted Living Academy, where they turn single-family homes into cash flow machines, helping people with residential assisted living. It's a do-good and do-well business, and it's something that you can do and learn more about. Go to ralacademy.com. RALacademy.com or just give them a quick call. Talk to them. 480-704-3065. 480-704-3065. Gene Garino, second wind success, helping baby boomers find their second wind in business and in life. We'll talk to you next time. Great having you here with us. Thank you for joining us this week. Second Wind Success with Gene Garino can be heard every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to stay the course. Good times are just ahead.